Let's push! Give me some! Let's go! Never fall! Ten toes down, baby! You know who it is. I'm trying to be like you, mother. Shush. It's too late to turn back now. <laughs> the Morning Shift. Powered by you know Media. Good evening and everything in between us. So let's get it, get it. Friday, we back for our morning shifters. From our misters to our sisters, we back for another show just in case you missed us. Do the dishes. It's all powered by Uno Media. Let's rock and roll. Let's rock and roll. Fano, stay blessed. Job bless. <laughs> Job bless, my family. We got you covered like a sun dress. I like that. Hey, I like that. You put me off, but it was, it's welcome. Welcome to the number one show on Aotearoa, this side of the Brendurwins. North of Tamaki uh, Makoto, you already know though, uh, this is new media, people's media, isn't it? It is. Ooh. No long ads, everything you want, nothing you don't, real people, real talk. Ba, ba. Ba, ba. On the people's media today, we got our big town next. Now we did a small town next maybe know, like a month ago. Yeah, that's where we where we heard uh, I need a yells. <laughs> so we got that. That's a little little comeback today. We are gonna name our All Black squad or the backline anyway. We'll and why are we line. doing that? Because the because squad yeah, might need some help this weekend. Eh? So let's let's get them. Um, see that? if we can guess them. Sunday, Martel. Yeah, Sunday. I believe the first All Black squad of 2023 to be announced, and I believe it's been. I don't know where they're doing it, but um, this is for the team that's going to be taking on everyone in the championship. And then, of course, they'll cut it down for the World Cup squad. I don't think I've talked to anyone that feels like we can confidently say we're going to win. I think that's a, an exciting prospect, though. I like the idea oh. that we've got a we've got a World Cup. We really need to Do you get know stuck what? into. Welcome to the world of being a Hurricanes oh. fan, eh, Brooke? You're not quite sure if you're going to win oh. a game or lose it. That's a bit of me. That's a bit of me. We've lost our crusaderness where we just know we're gonna win everything. Oh man, that must be nice. Do you think they're gonna win tonight? I tell you what, if the blues ever had a good opportunity to sneak in there, grab the treats and run away, this is it. That's what sucks about this game is that we're gonna win and then all the crusaders gonna be be, you know, fans are gonna be like, Oh, you you should have beat that finally. But man, I'd never I'd never uh you can't count them out. Nah, no way. Especially you can never count yeah. them out. Yeah, especially in their home paddock. Uh, we always start the show, though, with an absolute vibe. And it's a Friday, Matu. Mark, it's on you. <laughs> I want to take you back to the streets Regulators. of Gizmo. You regulate any now, I didn't grow up in Kaiti. But, but anyone who knows, knows. This song, I honestly thought music had been clocked. Nothing was going to be better. It's Regulator, Warren G. It was a clear black night, a clear white moon. Warren G was on the streets, trying to consume some search for the E, so I could get some phones. Rolling in my ride, chilling all alone. Just hit the east side of the LBC on a mission trying to find Mr. Warren G. Seen a car full of girls, ain't no need to tweak. All of you search know what's up with 213. So I hit select on 21 and Lewis, some brothers shooting dice. So I can I see why you thought that. So I jumped out the rock and said, what's up? Some brothers put some heat, so I said, I'm Stuff. These girls peeping me, I'm gonna glide and swerve. These looking so hard, they straight hit the curve. Want to bigger, better things than some horny tricks. I see my homie and some suckers all in his mix. Can you just appreciate the fact that I went and got the clean version as well? Oh, I know. Yeah. Uh, but nothing made, nothing made you feel tougher than being in your mate's Ford Fairmont. And the, sp- the, the, the speakers, the speaker box that he had made out of an old old speaker. 
and this is going. Ging, ging. Ging. You're driving down Gladstone Road, mate. It was car rattling. Yes. <laughs> you have a red car? No, actually, uh, my mate Aldo owned this pink Ford Fairmont, and it got stolen. <laughs> nothing feel, nothing's giving gangster than that. <laughs> oh, no, we were far from being gangster, but we thought it. His car ended up getting stolen by, I think, the mob. And <laughs> <laughs> did, they, did they paint it red? They just painted it. And allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, and mob don't do that. Let's just say he never got the car back. Grandma gave me that chain, mate. Gave me memories, though. What gave an absolute memories. vibe, Matsu Mark. Thank you very much. Hey, yesterday you said that you were going to say something about Kmart. Are we ready to talk about Kmart today or no? You know what? I need to get this off my chest this week. Just just a quick daily chicken and probably a lesson for me that um, even though I often feel right, I should probably acknowledge that I'm not right. Oh, the switch out all the time. So I took my Kmart, took my Kmart to my son, took my son to Kmart the other night and... Uh, we were actually looking for a Captain America shield because he got a costume without a shield and that just didn't sit right with me. So, But you like, can't go dressed without the shield. But my, my, my son's in full Captain America kit. By the way, let your kid wear their superhero costumes out because they give people happiness. Like we walk through the whole mall and my son's just like smiling at everyone. You see like even the grouchiest of grumpiest of folk just give a little smile, you know? And Boy, who can't be upset with a small child in a, oh. in a superhero costume? And when my son says hi to everyone. So he's waving. He's like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> when they and shoot you know, that web at you, yeah, you, you got you to gotta take it. And I'm over his shoulder looking at it like, you better say hi to my son. You better smile back, you know? Like, <laughs> I'll beat your ass. But anyway, um, so we go to Kmart and I never get receipts for, for anything. But it's you like keep my, receipts on everything. Oh, you right. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Brooke, that was a bar. That was a bar, my boy. Um, and so I obviously purchased my stuff. I pay wave. Deek, walk out. Then the lady, in retrospect, she's just doing her job, eh? Like, I really, I want to say that. But she just spoke to me in a way where she looked at me like she she wanted me to not have a receipt. You know, and mm. I didn't. So I gave her that. I said, "Oh, I don't have a receipt." She was like, "Well, you should go get it." And I was like, "Oh, you can just check my bank. Like, you can check my card. I don't want. I don't want to go back. I got my son." Also, you know, so <laughs> I'm sounding like a near gay. I, I am, but, I am <laughs> but you know, also my son's happy. He's walking out. I'm focused on that. I'm focused on what we're doing. You know, I know that I purchased these things. I don't mind waiting here. You go and check with whoever you need to check with. So then it becomes a little bit of a process. We're mm. waiting. And then, um, <laughs> I don't know why I started telling this story. <laughs> I'm glad you have. Okay, so this, this, is, this is where it turns. So then I'm like, you know what? I go into my bank statement and I can't see the purchase. And I'm like, damn it. Damn it. Now I look like I've stolen. So then I just <laughs> I make my way back. I'm like, oh, look, I'll go back. You know, just doing those ones like humble but really like. I was just trying to avoid her bumming me up. So then I go to the counter and the lady's like, you haven't bought anything. And I was like, no, no. And then I'm like, no, I have. I have. I definitely have. And she was like, well, there's no record. And I'm like, yeah, but there should be a record. If I didn't pay, you'll see it come up. Like I I scanned everything through and I paid. I just didn't grab the receipt. She was like, no, there's nothing. And I was like, well, that's weird. She was like, well, where's your bank statement? And I was like, it's loading. <laughs> yeah. But I, what I realized, and so I said, look, I need to wait two minutes. And then I realized that um, you just scroll down a bit more and then the pending comes up and it was there. And so then this lady's gone missing. So I'm like, 
Now I'm I'm like oh I got something I've to prove. Yeah. So and you know everyone's thinking just give the receipt you would have avoided all this. But now I'm like no 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 tell that lady to come, come tell that lady I'm gonna wait right here. <laughs> I'm gonna wait right here. So now I'm I'm getting all flustered. Like she's accused me of not paying. And really I should have just got the receipt. When I came back she just goes oh yeah yeah you did pay and I said so well so. How, how you said I didn't pay, and then so she just looked at me. She goes, "Are you a rugby player?" I was like, "I am." <laughs> no. like, she goes, "She goes, you look so familiar." I was like, "Yeah, nah, big game last weekend." She was like, oh, "I'll walk you out," and then like I looked fully like went buddy buddy, and then I was like, "Can you tell that security guard that I got?" And she was like, "Yeah, I'll tell them," and then I just walked out, and then I like just sat back and I was like, "Thank you," and I was like, "Wow, what an egg!" <laughs> Meanwhile, my son's like, "Why do? What are we doing here? What are we doing?" Oh uh, yeah! Did it get a shield after all that? No, no, we didn't find a shield. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Tell you what, though, we bought a bought a few plates, some cups, cutlery for the house. Yeah, you can't walk up. Anyway, long, long winded story, but just say I should have grabbed my receipt. I'm sorry to that worker in Kmart. You gave Karen for a while there. Yeah, but you should know that it's just I was I never grabbed receipts and it wasn't personal. I just want to say, in your defence. If you ever are standing at the doors of Kmart waiting for your <laughs> life partner to finish shopping and you do notice who they're asking for receipts, I think you're well within your rights to be a little annoyed that you got stopped. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Hey, look, I'm not. Yeah, sorry, Kmart. In case you want to buy some sponsorship on the show, we, we love, love Kmart you. and we will get our receipts and we will work with all the staff. 100%. Team Kmart, let's go. All right, let's break in some daily bread. Maybe you can push this. Daily bread, breaking bread. With, With the, the news, news of today. today. Still looking for a bread sponsor. Yeah, we are. Bit of a weird one from our mates over in Australia. Oh, uh, those yeah. people. Yeah, no, no. You might even think it when you hear about these people too. Nah, I love the Aussies. Oi, oi, oi. All that. Oh, well, yeah, I don't know. You're going to love these ones. <laughs> All that. Uh, so there was a lady that was out on a walk and she noticed that uh, a deer had passed away. Still, okay, maybe some animals have got it. You know, I'm... I'm going to change my cameras and I'm going to keep an eye on it. She kept an eye on it and overnight, this is a couple nights ago, uh, there were a few topless witches. Oh, I've, heard, I've seen this. Yeah, caught eating. Eating. The carcass. No. Yeah, of, of a deer, Of eh? a deer. G yeah. up. I Must swear, Mark, I'm showing you, I'm showing Jordan right now, there is footage of these people in Australia. I'm going to go ahead and say that's a G up. It's not a jet. I reckon. Oh, you saying like it's actually like set she's up. she's set this up? No, who's I was trying readjusting to think in your right cameras mind. to look at a deer carcass? And where's this deer carcass come from? Hey, some, many, of the, some of the biggest leaders in the world he, are doing this stuff. We just really, and they just she just so happens to capture a whole lot of topless nah, nah. quotation yeah, marks, topless. which is <laughs> eating a deer carcass. Come on now, we're better than this. Was it we a deer or a pizza gate? Nah, shut <laughs> I would like to also apologise to Australia. It was actually in Canada. Oh, okay. well, why did you say <laughs> no, Australians? Makes... No, no, I might have thought it was Australia. I have seen this. But that the... is really happening in the world, people. Stay safe. Keep your kids close. Mark, it got investigated by police, so it's, I promise you it's not a GL. Really? They have really good skin, though. You, you see the... Don't get me started on police investigation. Oh, no, <laughs> <laughs> my Daily Bread, Demi Lovato has readopted her sh- uh, the she-her pronouns. Uh, during an interview with GQ, Demi Lovato said, I constantly had to educate people and explain why I identified with uh, they, them pronouns. It was absolutely exhausting, and that is one of the reasons that have led me to also feel comfortable with the feminine pronoun, hence taking them back. 
She continued and said, I just got tired, but for that very reason, I know that it is important, that it is important to continue spreading the word. <laughs> so yeah, she just uh, decided to go back to she, her, and hey, look, that's her decision. I just think Demi Lovato in particular, she, she's a funny one, isn't she? <laughs> What's the deal she, with Demi Lovato? She hates, a, she hates a hop, skip, and a jump everywhere. <laughs> she's just like, mm, nah. Mm, sort of. And and we're not here to say or judge what, what, what anyone can do, you know? We're just letting you know what the headlines are. What's I, the, She's just an artist? She's just a singer? I don't know too much about it, but I'm looking at her numbers here. She's got like billion streams. Oh, she's on... Um, bro, she's massive. She's a superstar. Why do the pronouns conversation and where I worked at my old place, it was very triggering to a lot of people. And it was like, oh, just tell you who you are. Like, it's almost like it can be triggering to a generation because they haven't grown up knowing about pronouns and now all of a sudden it's an inconvenience to have to learn but even if you don't learn it like why would you get triggered by it like if if it's when i say don't learn it even if you don't happen to use the pronouns in your email address or anything like that why does it trigger you and Mm. i think for most people who uh go about life and allow others to go about their lives and be happy uh it's fine but there are a certain sort of bunch in society who get so fired up by like ah I will not be using that, and I don't care what you are or who you identify as. It's such a weird conversation to me. Like, You're right. It, it, just don't let it trigger you. You get the choice. It's your it's brain. That, it's that indifference thing you talk about, eh? Yeah. Like we're just be indifferent to it. Yeah, totally. Like it doesn't it, need to be a big no. Nah, accept song it. And a dance. Learn yeah. about it, and then move forward. You don't need to get triggered by it. You're so right, but it's so much easier to burn a house than build it. Oh, Brock. Bro. <laughs> What is happening? Where, where, what, what have you been smoking this week? You keep smoking it. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't chuck in out some quotes, but what do you mean by that? <laughs> How does that? Adjust? I don't so know. Going back to the right context. No, no, no. So going back to Mark, where you talked about it, right? And you're like the older generation, and they're the ones that get triggered, right? So they're yes. the ones that get triggered. They're the ones who don't understand uh, it as much. So you're saying they're like burn it. So they just burn it. Right. They don't want to help renovate. They're not going to help renovate it. They're not going to. No, we just. They don't want that three three room condo in the front of the house. Nah, it's, it's hard to get timber mm. over these ways. Pink mm. bats is expensive. <laughs> Say your words, Cordero. Yeah, we'll just burn the bad boy. I and love it, bro. Yeah, that's an easier thing to do, isn't it? I like that. Uh, my last, uh, my last little daily bread. Sorry, just Marvel has released date changes. So okay, if get, you, I got one more of me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if you want to know what's happening with the superhero Marvel movies, here it is. Deadpool three has moved from November eighth, two thousand and twenty four, to May third. 2024 so they've moved it back that's the only one they've moved back though so you're going to get Deadpool earlier than what was scheduled however everything else has been pushed forward Captain America Brave New World shifts from May 3rd to July 26th of next year Thunderbolts uh, December 20th what the heck is Thunderbolts Thunderbolts ago. That's not it. That's Thunderbirds. Thunderbirds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> are Thunderbolts the dog? Oh, young enough to remember that. Sorry. Little dogs? Was it no, they're not. No, that, that's, that is that's, a movie. Um, that's Airbus. Don't wink at me. Don't wink at me, Matoma. <laughs> Don't wink at me. He fully tried to get us there to be like, yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, dog. Um, Thunder Down Under. Blade. Uh, Feb 14th, 2025. Who's Blade? Who's running that? Uh, the dude who was in... Um, Wesley Snipes. No. <laughs> you know what? We're going to wrap this up. The last one, Fantastic Four, May 2nd, 2025. So what is it? Why? Why are they moving them forward? Because that's probably the most important part of this. They're panicking. Probably writer's strike. There's oh, really? Strike. Yeah. Oh, man. Writer's strike, if you didn't know, is all the writers who write things are like, I don't want to use my pen. <laughs> I'm not getting paid enough. Write your own out, um, epilogue. <laughs> nah, no, I'm, I'm going to stop. That's Daily Bread. Breaking, Breaking Bread with the news of today. Still looking for a bread sponsor. Kia ora koutou, shifters.
It's the morning shift. Shift. All my small town people, stand up. This is your opportunity to have a swing at the goats from the big towns. <laughs> uh, a few weeks ago, we um, we did Small Town X, which if you didn't hear that break or didn't see it online, don't know how you went viral, but um, <laughs> no. Uh, but basically it was like, send in a story where you've gone to a small town and they've done something that gave you the ick a little bit. And that's where the famous story of someone who basically told us that she used to change the Destiny's Child song to Anita Yosa. If you didn't know what that means, Yosa is a saying said by Black Power, which is a gang. So that was a nick, and there were, there were plenty more, very funny. But I thought, well, if we've we've gone at the small towns, we need to go at the big guys, right? Mm-hmm. Matu Mark, I, I, I've looked at some of the replies, and I, in true small town fashion, I don't think they quite got the concept. Mm, I think they did pretty well. I think they definitely <laughs> got the concept, and there's a bit of defense you need to play on behalf of <laughs> Auckland City, which got oh, absolutely bad, roasted. I seen someone going at Hamilton. I was like, no, nah, no, nah, big, big town, <laughs> big, big cities aren't claiming Hamilton. Big city, mid city. Yeah, no, I, I think uh, our shifters have done the Lord's work at identifying some of the icks that come from big cities. Okay, can I give love to Hamilton and Palmy real quick? I got a couple messages like, hey, man, you better chill out. <laughs> Oh, I've seen one. They, they look quite aggressive too. Yeah, no, we. It's all love, man. It's all love. We, we with you. Someone said, "Bro, keep Palmy out, out of your That's mouth." mouth. <laughs> or, or like, like and like, or else. Vern, I was in Palmy last week. I was weekend. like, "Ooh, I got love for Palmy." Uh, go to the daily. You, you, I, I, got, I got grounds in Palmy. We're good. We're good. I feel like you've got love for yourself, and you don't want to get hurt. <laughs> I mean, so. there's always that, Mark. But <laughs> <laughs> Brooke, Brooke, for, for those listening too, like, what is it? What is a nick? Something that, that you look at and it gives you the shivers like, ugh, I wouldn't do that. Look yeah. at or, or hear or, or experience. Or experience. It's a feeling. Yeah, cool. we get, I don't know why I asked you that. Sorry, my bad. Okay, <laughs> let's get into this. So we got, we're we having a go at Big Town X. People born and raised in Auckland with an American accent. You're from Otara, not Oakland. Jordan, <laughs> <laughs> that's your city. <laughs> Hey, hey! They came, uh, they came. They they came for the home of the brave. You better watch out. I'm good on that. Tough city. This this tough town at Otara. Home of the brave and that, you know. Sure. sure. No, I'm originally from Hawke's Bay, uh, Flagstaff, so pretty small town. Um, and I have been living in Auckland since 2016. And you know, one thing that really icks me. About South Auckland, I live in South Auckland, by the way, but it's just like there's so much audacity on the road. <laughs> it's like you either got the freaking sirens, or it's the usos that are that do up cars or do up sounds, and they're taking up majority of the road. Or you got Papa, who wants to just um, casually stop in the middle of the road and have a conversation. With someone parked up waiting for their kids while I'm also trying to pick up my kids from school. And it's just like, oh, yeah, okay. I'm not here. All good. <laughs> oh, she had something to say. She had something to say. Hey, look, the siren thing, that ain't, that ain't, that ain't from us. That, 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 that's, that's something else. That's, that's not us. I feel like that's a small town thing in a big town. <laughs> <laughs> 
playing defense. When people put their kids on leashes. Stupid. <laughs> I'll be honest, I used to think that. I really wanted a leash for my kid. <laughs> my son's mum said over my dead body, I was like, what's wrong? I was like, they're not a dog. I was like, they're just, but they're not going to go anywhere. You'd be like this though. Come here. He run off, he'd be like, come here, it's the same thing. I I wanted I was close to getting one, man. I was so, my so, so close to getting one. I get it. Need a wooden spoon instead. Mm. Mm. Okay. Shopping at Faro. Faro Fresh. <laughs> Faro Fresh. They got amazing dip there. Oi, I'm telling you, it'll change your life. Come on, They got this amazing, it. like a, like a, it's like a nacho dip. It's like a cheese nacho dip that if you put it in the toast, uh, in, the, in the microwave for like a minute and a half, Oh my lord! It would change your life. I, I um I, I don't need to play defense on that. What's wrong with people wanting quality produce? Oh, oh it's quality too. Man. I tell you it what, like, like, the hey, prices sorry. you pay is what's wrong. Farrow Fresh is so expensive compared to any other supermarket. Mark, oh, you're you right. full of shite. You live in Sandringham, and I know that if you just you shop at Farrow, you would go to Farrow. I can swear I will never shop at Farrow. Why? No matter how much money I ever make in my life, I okay. just won't do it. <gasps> Why? I won't because I don't like it's food. Food is like a necessity to live. I don't need to go to the big expensive place to get that through me. Cap. I won't. You're I wouldn't cook. do it. Even if I had $300 million If I had 300 million and I didn't have to worry about it, it would still hurt my morals okay, okay, okay. to have to pay those prices. Okay. Visited gotta... Auckland for my birthday. The first bar, there was syringe on floor and toilet. Oh. Next bar, there was people rooting in the toilet. <laughs> hey, second one, hey, all good. Hey, Auckland. <laughs> hey, hey, Pukekoya in Auckland, sis. <laughs> <laughs> we say anything south of the Bombay. <laughs> you and Puka Koi, Maga. <laughs> Not the bang bang. <laughs> that would no. rock you coming from a small town to the other in Auckland and you find that. Someone from a small town because they said people were rooting. <laughs> <laughs> I think rooting is the funniest word. <laughs> like, who, who made up rooting? <laughs> like,. Like, imagine the first time someone just said, Are you rooting? <laughs> Kia ora, um, I find people who go to the supermarket past nine o'clock in big towns because they're open later. Ick. <laughs> Yuck. What are you doing at the supermarket after nine o'clock? What are you getting? It's just gross. What did you just do? Just grow up, guys. Grow up. <laughs> Go to bed. Go to bed. <laughs> okay. Sis, that was funny. I actually found that very funny. But the only reason why we're still at the shops is because we have streetlights. So <laughs> we're able to see where we're going. And it just, we kind of like are able to drive because we can see. Um, Bro, it takes us so long to get home. Maybe that's why we go so late. It takes us forever to get home. Yeah. So we, we got no choice. Oh, yeah. It's a vibe going to the supermarket late though, oh, right? I don't mind it. At the time of like, maybe you've already eaten dinner and you're like, oh, right, I'll just zip I feel like some lollies. Mm. I you might just go it? to the supermarket. Mm. I think the real ones are there late at night. I see I see people who have lived a life. I be Good, I'm, bad and ugly. I see real people there <laughs> late at night, man. And late at night, no one's really around. So you just, I'm picking up stuff, throwing it in the wrong place. So no? Okay. That. Uh, that was Big Town Nicks, told you. by small town people. And i got to say, I think small town Nicks took, took, the, took the victory round one. All right. We might revisit this in another <laughs> few months. Just to, you know, people get, get people thinking. Have but a think about it. Sorry, small towns. You've, you've taken the loss on this, this time round. 
Let's get it, get it Fridays. <laughs> We're going to need a Kia car. We may need a Kia car, indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, on Sunday, New Zealand Rugby will reveal its 2023 squad for the championship. That means our all-black squad is going to be named for the first time. And, uh, well, there's nothing more sporty than chucking in our selections, who we think will be uh, selected. Um, so this is who, uh, I guess, if we go around the room, um, I'll start, because this is probably what's going to be <laughs> the back line. Look at Mark Pitt's sports, eh? Look at him. He just looks like he's just starting off again. He looks like he's like, why are we even going to you guys for your opinions? But <laughs> go no, on. So um, I reckon it's going to be a reasonably newish-looking starting back line. And when I say newish, there's a couple of players who they're going to slot in and a couple of players who we're used to seeing yeah, that won't be there. Um, because they do have a bit of chance to see these players before we head off to the World Cup. Uh, so I think it's a 33-man squad that's going to be named. Six, uh, I, I believe, or 36, is yeah. it? And I believe someone will stand up the front and go, Kia ora koutou, katoa. I will now announce the 36-man squad for the New Zealand <laughs> Rugby and the All Blacks. Uh, but I imagine in the back line, and we're only going to focus on the back line because that's the, that's the glittery where the, where the magpies were. I like wanted the, to do the, the shiny things. The front, no, these didn't. two. You don't even no, know. I want to do you the cattle, even, man. I want to do the real. I want to do the front line. These guys want to do the backs, so off we go. So we've settled on the backs. Uh, I believe <laughs> at number nine, Aaron Smith will be named. At number 10, Richie Mwanga will be uh, our number 10. Yeah. At 12, Geordie Barrett. At 13, Rico Iwane. At 14, Mark Talia. <laughs> yes! At on the other side of the wing, uh, 11, Lester Whanganuku. No. And at 15, no. Sean Stevenson. <gasps> okay. Oh! I think that'll be the back line. That'll be the backs that they select for uh, the first championship, Investec uh, Championship, whatever it's called. Uh, but that's, that was my pick. So let's go around the room and see whether our back lines are similar or completely different. I like that because you're actually naming the championship team. So when I did my list, I was thinking who I want to start for Rugby World Cup. But I think that's all right, eh? Yeah. Like, just, that's because really... the rules for you. That's my, that's my back line anyway. So, Championship or World Cup, this is my back line. Okay. I got the same except... Oh, I'll go first then. I got different. Or you want to go? No, mine's just quick. I'll just get out of the way. I only had Will Jordan. Oh, I had I... Will Jordan starting at fullback. Oh. Everything else, Mark, I had the same as Mark. All right, Jordan, what you got? I want, to name, I want to name my bench. Oh, two. what? We didn't what? do bench. Okay, but go for it. Okay, I'll name, my, I'll name my starting. At nine, Aaron Smith. At ten, Richie. At 14, Sean Stevenson. Mm. Putting him at 14. Okay. Putting him at 14. He's great under the high ball. He'd be fine at wing. 11, I got Mark Talia. Mm-hmm. 12, I got Geordie. Mm-hmm. 13, I got Rico. And I got Will Jordan at the back. My bench. Or we say bench. No, say your bench. Here's where it gets interesting. Oh, yeah, no, like, let's do bench. I can do bench. My bench is D-Mac. Mm. Fakatava. Albi. 
Damn. Well, Linda Brown. And so Linda Brown. Yeah. But is that enough? What's your first thought when I when I said all those things? Because I'm thinking the same thing too. I think there'll be an argument at nine. No, he's missing someone. No. There's someone he hasn't said. Someone didn't make the team at all. That's what he's saying. Mm. Mm. He's but, on your squad too. I know, but I think we've I think we've seen the best days of him. Well, he hasn't played enough as well yeah. in the super season. I double B's. I double think barrel. he's there, and I think he does us well. Are you happy with Fakatava over Roy Gutt? No, that's what I would say. Roy Gutt's in there, man. All day, bro. I think Fakatava as well. Say because uh, you want you want you someone to come a on. Yeah. We good. We we can get Roy Gard is going to be around for a long, long, long time. And I like Fakatava. He's good. But Roy Gard has been great. How long's Roy Gard been? It feels like he's only really hit the scene this season. When, with love to Fakatava, he had a really good NPC and made the All Blacks. By the way, when we talk about these players, we we, we are an absolute awe and respect of everyone. We're just it's totally. our own opinions. And no, I've got your back, bro. And we're, allowed to, we're allowed to have our own opinions. We do understand too yes. that there are family members who listen to this. Oh, um, totally. As, as a family member of a rugby player, I'd hate to hear someone say he's not. I'm that sorry, good. Hannah. Oh, I'm fact. sorry, Hannah. <laughs> They're all awesome. If I got you, Hannah. I think he's in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're all awesome players and have great families. But, uh, but yes, man, I I'm who, with you on Fakatava, Mark. Mm. He needs to be in our squad. Yeah, because he's gonna give. He's gonna give. Um, defense is a, a different look. He's going to play more physical. Oh, Roy Gunn had nine tries this year. Oh. Roy Gunn's got like this slight delay in his pass. Shut though. up, I told you that. Don't, tell <laughs> Don't try and beat me on my own. <laughs> nah, it's going to be exciting though, so looking forward to it. Congratulations to all the families and commiserations to those who miss out on the first squad. Remembering this is the first squad. This is the first squad. Mm-hmm. Chances to make the World Cup still alive and well. We just named a squad without Bodie Barrett. I know. No, he did. He did. I got Bodie. Over who? Yeah, you're just D-Mac. saying no, over D Mac. Yeah, I do, man. Dude, he's been electric. He has. He has. unbeaten. He's well. been great. He's been great. And he can play every position Bodie can play. Mm. There's just something about Bodie's done at big games. I just know. And off the bench, yeah, I got him off the bench, but I got Bodie coming in and doing what you think D Mac is going to do. You belong on Sky Sport, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I love Sky, man. You ain't going to break my bag. I will I'm say good. the only thing about D Mac is sometimes. At, at International level, he is a, he does. So, I was gonna say he does a bit small. It sounds weird saying that. Not small. Just you know. I don't know. He has been great. D Mac made my team though. It's a great problem to have, isn't it's it? It's a wonderful Ooh. problem. It's a great problem to have. We team All Blacks all the way down there. This is the morning shift. Oh, welcome to the carnival. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Our next guest in studio has a huge job. She is the Women's Football Manager of Oceania Football Confederation. Let's go! Now, we have a massive event that we're going to be hosting here in Aotearoa, and it's joint venture with Australia. Um, It is the FIFA Women's World Cup for 2023. Host grounds will be Eden Park, Auckland, Dunedin Stadium in Dunedin, Wellington Regional Stadium in Wellington, and Waikato Stadium. In Waikato. Bang, bang. Uh, actually, the first game is going to be Thursday, the 20th of July. It's the Football Ferns taking on Norway at 7pm at Eden Park. Now, basically, for us in our circles, we're probably not necessarily talking about this as much, but there are going to be a lot of people hitting the yes. country and a lot of things we need to know about. The fact that we are actually part of the host nations for the FIFA Women's World Cup. Woo! So, welcome you into the studio, Miss Emma Evans. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Before uh, before we start, obviously talking about the good stuff, uh, is there? Do you? Ha- he says you grew up together. Often Brook lies. Often he, he adds a lot of GST. Is there any memories of Brook growing up 
Is that true at all? There is actually one memory, which um, my mum reminded me of, of all people. Come on, here we go. So we must have been around Form 1, Form 2, so 11 years old maybe. Yeah. Evans Bay Intermediate School. Ebus, if you will. That sounds private. Oh, one private, no. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. okay. Far from private. Um, And we were on, at the cross country, inter-school cross country. Brooke was a runner, believe it or not. He had basketball training that evening. However, he only bought one pair of shoes to the cross country. Oh, yes. And, you know, when we're at Ebus, we're running around the courts, and that's kind of our cross country. But when you go to inter-school cross country, it is through Uh, rivers, through mud. That's why. poor little Brooke had his basketball shoes on. My little black ones. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, he had black basketball. They were and ones. And, and once back in the day. <gasps> he cried because they were so muddy, so mum had to sit there and clean his <laughs> shoes for What a weakling. Boy, I was the only child, man. We didn't know how to deal with uh, our emotions. No, you got to see oh, us. Shush. You know, we got to be loud when we when we're so, down and out. So whose mum had to clean? My mum. Oh, you're had disgusting. To help clean I'm not proud of it. I'm not sitting here like, mm. yeah, yeah, I did that. Because Brooke was so worried he'd get in trouble with training. So, oh, wow. Here we go. I think that was the start of his basketball. I'll be honest with you. Well. Nothing's really changed, though. <laughs> <laughs> still crying. Needed clean shoes. Well, thank you for that story. I'm glad because I knew there was there was something spicy there. Um, we have a gigantic event coming to our country. Obviously, sharing uh, with Australia. Don't want to talk to the, about them too much. But uh, what's it been like? Uh, kind of your involvement in this and sort of getting to this historical date. Yeah, so with the FIFA Women's World Cup coming to our shores, it is the biggest sporting event in the world for women. The third biggest sporting event, full stop, men or women. And I don't think we quite understand the gravity yet here in New Zealand of of what that means. And I like to think that the the Women's Rugby World Cup started to build that momentum, the cricket. um, But this is going to be bigger um, there's going to be more fans coming here from overseas. And it's not just about, I guess, planning and delivering this event, but it's really around the legacy and, and what's left behind once all the, the flashy lights and everything go. Definitely. When you when you talk about, I don't quite think we understand the gravity here, Like, what, is, what do you mean by that? What are some things that we're missing? Because we're, we're down under, aren't we? We're at the bottom of the world. We miss a lot of things. I think a good example of this is um, when we think of ticket sales. So when you think of... Your average Kiwi person, you wait till the weekend, you see what the weather's doing, you see what your mates are Definitely. up to. If it's a nice day, if you've had a couple of beers, yeah, you thanks. might go and buy a ticket to Got a, a match. And, yep, get a babysitter, you rock up, you go to the game with your friends. But with the World Cup, I don't think we have that opportunity necessarily to buy tickets last minute. You know, we're getting so many fans coming in from overseas who have already purchased their tickets. Here in New Zealand, we've got about well, 250,000 have sold so far. Wow. Um, but there is still a long way to go. So in Australia, I think they're at about uh, 600,000. Oh, wow. So the Australians realise the fans that are coming in there are snapping them up as well. But I think here, if we wait till the day of the game, it'll be too late, you know? So I guess my message to everyone would be get in quick, get in now, because come game day, it is too late. We can't wait anymore. Yeah, and you can put to bed the question of um, kind of female game sellout Eden Park. We, we've done last that, year. been and done that. So that's not a question anymore. How many numbers do you think we're going to see come through the gates? Like, Do you have a projected idea of how many people you think are going to watch this game? Or these games, excuse me? I would like to see, I mean, every game sell out at 
each stadium across New Zealand. Um, whether that's possible or not, I'm not sure. I think the quarterfinals, the semifinals, the finals. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. The US and Netherlands, which is one of the games of the competition being held in Wellington, will sell out. It has sold out. Um, and I think with that, we're predicted to see around 30,000 travelling fr- fans from the US alone coming in for those games. So wow. It's not just a matter of, um, you know, a few fans here and there and family members anymore. It is genuine football fans, women's football fans that are coming to our country. Mm. Um, viewership at the Women's World Cup in France in 2019, they had over a billion viewers. Oh, come on. And they're predicting double that this year. So Some morning huge shift numbers. Labeling somewhere. <laughs> in that, that is nuts. Do you need, like, on-field announcers? Or? <laughs> yeah. Nah. Um, right. I mean, we will do it, but just not trying to scam. Um <laughs> I know for there's a lot we don't know, and for people listening, they 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 probably would enjoy this, but they're just a little bit, you know, football isn't something that's often here all the time, especially women's football and games and things like that. What can we get excited about? Like, who are the rivalries, the countries, the big players? Because not to say like basketball, you know, like the basketball World Cups on soon, and all the stars are going to be there. Is it the same with this World Cup? Yeah, I think it's taken a long time to get, I guess, female players recognised as household names, and we are getting there. But at the moment, it's for girls and boys that are involved in football. They're mm-hmm. the one who recognise these stars. They're the ones who, who know who the players are, who want their autographs. And we're not quite there yet, I think, in terms of um, getting that out to the general public. So we want the players that are coming here to be well recognised, whether that's our own players, the football ferns. Um, we're starting to see them popping up on more billboards. Um, there's different initiatives happening to try and engage those players with the communities and with schools especially. Uh, but I think, you know, we've got the US and Netherlands coming, as I said, in Wellington. That's a rematch of the final from mm-hmm. the 2019 um, FIFA Women's yes. World Cup. So that match alone is huge. Who's um, the dark horse country in New Zealand? Who who do you think could take it? Well, I think Germany. Uh, they've been one of the dominant countries in women's football for a long time. And I have a feeling that this year will be their year. Wow. The US are always... They're pretty good. They're up. always up there. They're pre- they're England good. looking all right? England, yes. I think what's going to be really interesting, though, is there's so many players at the moment um, and some of the best players in each of our teams that have had ACL injuries Mm -hmm. and and other injuries alongside that. But it's going to be really interesting to see how the final teams shape up. And unfortunately, there will be some key stars that miss out on this World Cup. Um, But it's a fantastic opportunity for others to make their name, I guess. 100%. I think we um, we missed the point too. We tell us a little bit about your role, and so World Cups coming up. What do you do? I, this must be the dream job for you because you grew up and you love soccer, football. Excuse me, <laughs> football, <laughs> football. My bad, my football. bad. But but what's your role leading up to the World Cup? So my role on a day to day basis is the w- women's football manager across Oceania. So I have the pleasure of working with eleven countries across the Pacific, and I guess for the World Cup, uh, the I say I get the fun stuff. It's all around leverage and legacy. So it's how can we make sure that this Women's World Cup has an impact not only here in New Zealand but right across the Pacific. So Mm -hmm. um, we get to create new fun um, programs. There's capacity building. There's fan zones being created right across the Pacific to make sure that this Women's World Cup is accessible and it can be seen by everyone regardless of where they live, who they are, and what their background is. That's so awesome because we definitely know how important visibility is, eh? for especially in the women's game and things like that. I was having a bit of an off-air chat with you just before. There's some stars coming down under to watch the game. Um, can we talk? Can we, like, oh, name drop on, any? 
fucking well, Natalie was it Natalie Portman? Yeah, or? so um, one of the newer clubs now um, in USA is um, is owned by a number of stars, um, including Natalie Portman. So oh, hello, Natalie. <laughs> Um, they're actually looking to, from what I've heard, to set up base down in Wellington, but it means bringing not only the players from, I guess, that team, but also the ownership group and yes. um, the coaches that are involved. So there's a number of stars, actors, actresses that I think we'll, um, we'll see coming here down under. And it's a fantastic place to holiday, but now you've got the FIFA Women's World Cup here for them. So I think we'll see many more uh, stars coming to our shores. Definitely. Just in case anyone wants to go, like where can we go and watch these games in New Zealand? Yeah, so in New Zealand, we've got Auckland, which will host the, the opening match, um, New Zealand versus Norway. We've also got uh, games in Hamilton, Wellington and Dunedin. Oh, wow. um, the Ferns will play in Auckland and Wellington and in Dunedin as well. So, Well, we'll definitely be there for that. Facts. Hey, thank you so much for um, for popping by. I know you, you must be busy at the moment. <laughs> you must be so, so busy. So we appreciate your time and hopefully we can help out and, and, and come along to all these games and shifters. Go along to this also, game just well. remember, on-field hosts, or, you <laughs> know, people outside the game, you know, Should I don't know. Yeah, football. Come on, Mark. Thank you no, for your be time. great. See you there. Thank you. Thank you. This is The Morning Shift. Shifters, we love you. Last show of the week. Mm-hmm. Let's get it, get it Friday. We usually do this segment earlier in the week, kind of like a midweek hump day kind of segment, but we thought we'd just... We'd leave the show with a little bit of jawed inspiration. And <laughs> we're definitely not afraid to uh, explore our emotions and our feelings on the show, are we, boys? And that's what I love about us is, you know, even Brooke, you yesterday, Totoko brother, love that. But I just thought, um, I heard this clip uh, last week and I saved it especially. And it's just around kind of the idea of what we're chasing. Because we're all chasing something. But sometimes the framework, how we're looking at it, just might need a little bit of an edit. So I hope you enjoy this. You have to understand you are the money. So like I know there's this whole like theme around, you know, chase the bag, get the bag, but the bag comes from you. Like you are the bag. Mm-hmm. And I think people forget that. So what happens is you start chasing a bag and it's an infinite rat race mm-hmm. that you can never get out of even when you get a large sum of money mm-hmm. you still are chasing the cheese in mm-hmm. the rat maze and so um, I would tell people if before you get them start chasing a bag first understand you are the money and what that means is is that you have to invest in yourself mm-hmm. you got to get in the right rooms you got to invest in learning mm-hmm. uh, you got to invest in experiences which means that you're going to take some losses mm-hmm. through trial and errors we always hear stuff like uh invest in yourself fill your own cup we hear these ideas but i don't know if we always apply them in the right way and i think that audio clip that jordan inspiration this week is a good reminder to us that when you say no to going out for drinks because you're exhausted um, it shouldn't feel like a betrayal to you because what that means is you're going to wake up tomorrow and be able to show up for maybe your kids or maybe for something, your whānau, or maybe for something that you need to show up for. Um, and I think I just needed that reminder too. Maybe we all did. What do you guys think? Yeah, you hear it so often, eh? You're chasing the bag and, and what have you, but um, and it all, it all differs. Our bags look different 
and we're happy with that. And I think uh, part of doing this show with you fellows and, and being on the journey with a whole heap of people and all you shifters who are with us, um, it, yeah, it reminds us of some of the things that we have been able to, I guess, pick up on, on our way in life and be able to share and how sharing helps everybody either heal or entertain or, you know, just smile for the 100%. day. And I'm loving the journey. And it's been a week, boys. It's been an absolute week. And I just want to yeah, say thank you to everybody who's taken the time to aid listen. B, share it with your whanau because that's how we, you know, that's how we keep growing. Absolutely. And uh, and see, Brooke, man, what a week from you. Ooh. Was a big Love one, the man. honesty, bro. Yeah, can I, a quick shout out to everyone there was um, heaps of messages that come through. Uh, heaps from uh, everything that was said yesterday to wrap up the show if you missed it. I don't want to touch back into it, so you might have to go back and listen one more time. But um, yeah, I appreciate the love, everyone. It's uh, I didn't see yesterday too. I was real proud of, or I am proud of how me and Rita have, have done it. Yeah. Like that's one thing I'm super proud of us. We said to each other we feel like we failed because we both wanted winter to come up together. But um, I'm proud. I'm proud how we done it, man. Mm. You, you go to hell and back. And some days you out, some days you back down there, and some days you have good days. You just happiness will wait. Happiness will wait. I think that's a good segue too into like. This week uh, was Men's Mental Health Week, and we didn't touch on it or talk about it at all. And I didn't have a problem with that. The reason why I didn't have a problem with it is because, as we know, with a lot of the weeks, Language Week, you know, days that we, Mother's Day, you know, it's it's those days every week. Mm. It's those days, you know, every day. And we'll always be a show where we're able to talk about these things. So, yes, I know I saw some comments saying, you know, wish you boys talked about it more. But I think if you listen to our show, <laughs> we're gonna, you're going to hear health, <laughs> you know, and what we're going through. But, um, again, thank you for the great week. I'm feeling good. Let's push, boys. Go the Crusaders! Oh, go the Blues! This is The Shift. The Shift. Morning shift. I'm gonna make him an offer again with you. The shift. I love you. Oh, oh. This is the shift. Got it. Okay. I'd like to burn